I was about to go to bed and I thought, I want to talk about my favorite movies of all time. Because if there's one thing that unites America, it is their love of entertainment. It's their love of the make-believe of the Hollywood production. And my favorite movie is in fact a tie. A million dollars, you would never guess. But my two favorite movies are The Warriors and The Highlander. And I am going to take as much time as is necessary to tell you why they are, in fact, amazing pictures. I might even have to do a part two and a part three when I realize how much I've forgotten to say in this uncut first go. I'm going to start with the Warriors. I am fairly certain that I saw that movie for the first time on VHS, more or less about the age of 10. And I loved it. And I never forgot it, and I'm not sure where I next saw it again. But since then, I have seen it countless times. Which is only reaffirmed my thought as a teenager that it was my favorite movie. You see, it is, it's one thing to see a movie once and go, oh, that's my favorite movie. But... I think if you can watch a movie at multiple stages in your life and still feel, in fact, that that movie is the best, then then it really is. Having seen The Warriors at 10, at 17, at 25, at 35, and at my age now, which is 42... I think it is just an absolute masterpiece for so many reasons. I'll list a few cuz I don't I, I don't want to make this a 45 minute love letter, but have you ever thought or considered that the director's cut of the movie is like a comic book the characters are here then they're there and they move from place to place in new york city but the way the film the director's uh, cut came out there were comic panels and i thought well you know that's interesting i didn't make this observation you know way back when but only when I saw it recently is that with all the MCU films uh, having come out and everybody loves comic stuff, how come this movie never got its fair share? Well, because nobody has superpowers, right? But, but the story is very much like a graphic novel. This impossible task of, of a gang stuck in the Bronx that needs to get home to Coney Island and it's at night and the only way for them to do it is to walk, run, or take the train 
and every gang in the city is after them. It's it's make believe. It's it's if you watch the movie, you see there's nobody awake at night in New York City. The only people that are awake are the gangs. You have a radio DJ whose face we never see, who has, you know, I think the most famous lips in Hollywood. Uh, if not, that has to be top ten. You have all these creative gangs, my favorite of which is the Furies, uh, a baseball gang, model themselves after uh, the uniform of the New York Yankees. No one says anything, they just have the face makeup and they, they run around like a bunch of baseball players, but it is amazing. Now you have Swan, the leader of the Warriors, who has to get his... He has to get his men home. But everywhere they go, every gang's after them. And and they have to bop their way back to Coney Island. They've been accused of a murder they didn't commit. Well, I'm, I don't want to ruin too much of it, I suppose. But what is not to like about a movie simply made in the 70s where there's no CGI there's no extraneous dialogue it's in the face it's in the look, the glance it's in the simple story of wanting to go home but not being able to Getting home and no one caring that you've arrived. I I don't think it gets enough credit. And possibly the best part of the movie is Cyrus, the leader of all the gangs in New York, who at the beginning of the movie makes a big old speech to all the gangs who've gathered in the Bronx for this this grand gathering about how they could take over New York City if they all would just get along. But then this uh this one guy shoots him and 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 kills him and pins it on the warriors who who happen to see the guy kill Cyrus and anyway there's there's something about it there's something about the soundtrack Filmed at night, New York City subway. I highly recommend it. It is a fun film. It's a fun romp. My parents told me that when it came out, they they had to beware because riding on the subway was uh, was a risk because it wasn't too far off from the truth. The other favorite movie that I like a lot is The Highlander. And I can speak to it with much more detail because it's a much more detailed universe that's been created. The Highlander came out in 1986 and I think they released uh, five total movies. Including a TV series that went on for five or six years. So the uh, the mythos... Uh, no. 
of it all is just it's it's deep um you have a you have Connor McLeod who's born I think he's born in the 1500s in Scotland and he doesn't know it but he's immortal he's not made immortal until he dies for the first time which happens when his clan fights another clan and and he gets killed his clan kicks him out because they think he's in league with the devil he makes his way through life fast forward to the 1980s and he along with a handful of other immortals have gathered in New York City to fight each other for quote unquote the prize and the prize is supposed to give them knowledge of everything of every person of every being it's what they've all been fighting for for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years Sean Connery's actually in it Sean Connery trains Connor McLeod There's something really, really romantic about this movie. Not least of which is the fact that Queen... Yeah, that Queen did the soundtrack for the movie. I don't know why people can't get into it. Because if that's not comic booky, I don't know what is. You live forever. And when you come across another immortal... Obviously lives forever. And you two fight with swords. Until someone cuts the other's heads off. And then you get you get all his power. And you do that until there there's only one. Because there can be only one. <laughs> it's a hoot. Anyway. Why do I like it? The scenery. The music. I mean, Sean Connery's in What's Not to Like, right? It's sad. He lives forever and everyone he knows and falls in love with dies. And then he says, well, you know, what's it all about? Why am I doing all this? It's a good versus evil story. And for those of you that want to take it a step further, go watch the TV show where Connor McCloud's client... Uh, yeah, well, kinsman from the same clan, Duncan MacLeod, uh, born uh, more or less a hundred years later. We follow his trials and tribulations. He lives in Paris, I think. And uh, the whole history gets extended because there's countless other immortals coming after Duncan. It's hard for me to express the love I have for these two films, but what I can say is that when I watch them, I can't turn away. There, there's a pull. There's, there's an allure. There's, it's like a magnet. Till this day. Why? Who knows? I mean, the other movies are good. Godfather is very good. Goodfellas. There are other classics that have been made, but these, you know, they say, what would you watch if you were on an island and you couldn't see anything else? If there was only one or two movies you could ever watch again, those would be it. I'm going to have to talk more about these movies another day. 
when I have something far more intelligent to say than I did tonight. But uh, suffice to say, if you're uh, ever so inclined to try something new, I would highly recommend The Warriors and The Highlander. Thank you.